in Zarvia, the country of all czars, Felix Yusupov recruits a cartoon cat, a Cossack, and a communist, all for one very important mission, to kill Julius Caesar again. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Czar Power. Czar Power is a Rexipod ranking podcast that ranks all the Russian rulers from Rurik to Putin to see who gets to party it out in the Kremlin and who gets shipped off to the Gulag. You can find it at czarpowerpod.weebly.com in the description below or by searching Czar Power on whatever podcatcher you're using to listen to this episode. And now... On with the show. Здравствуйте, товарищи! Добро пожаловать, Power. I'm Roberto, and I'm Brendan. And uh, uh, hold on a second, this is the wrong podcast. <laughs> yep. Uh, together, we are we rank the Russian rulers from Rurik to Putin, which is usually Brendan's line. <laughs> Yeah, normally. I wasn't expecting to have to do that line, but I haven't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> this time, we're going to do something different on Zour Power, because we've got our friends from over at Quest Friends to run a role-playing adventure for us this Halloween. And yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've made some really great characters, and I think we're going to really enjoy doing this with Quest Friends, because I really love their podcast. Take it away, guys. Hi, my name is Hallie, and I am just delighted to be running this game for you today. Role-playing is literally just, you, you play at a story, and when you want to do a thing, you roll dice, and sometimes it works, and more often, like if you're me, it doesn't. And for some reason, it's fun. So we're going to be role-playing today, playing our homebrew system called Under the Neighborhood. This system emulates Saturday morning cartoons, and our particular game takes place in a world where the realm of the dead is only a plane ride away. But today, specifically, we are in a country called Zardvia, where everyone, except for Rasputin, is a czar. So we're going to go back around the table and have everybody introduce themselves and their characters. Hello, my name is Roberto, he, him pronouns, and I am playing Dostoevsky Alexander Mikhailovich, the intuition who takes up attention, who also has he, him pronouns, but you can call him Sasha. He is a Russian Cossack slash poet slash gambler. Hi, everybody. My name is Brendan, he, him, and my character also goes by he, him, is Georgi Nestorovich Gosha Bulgakov the proficiently practiced paranormal private eye. He is a human ghost who chooses to take the form of Felix the Cat um, from those old 20s cartoons, wearing a trench coat and a fedora. I am Tom, he, him, and tonight I will be playing Papa Kropotkin, a journalist who escapes. Papa Kropotkin is also a human ghost who uh, has been morosely wandering for some time. He is a geologist by trade, who took a, a willing post in Siberia after his fiance abandoned him on the altar and has been instead spending time trying to write his book. Uh, next thing before we play is the unique mechanic for Under the Neighborhood, um, which is called the Slice of Life Complication. Basically, everybody thinks of some kind of mundane complication that is just ruining one of the character's days. So for instance, one that always comes up for Quest Friends is Sparky's coffee maker broke. We've had someone can never find a pen when they need one. Someone got stuck in a car wash inspired by a real life event that happened to me. Anything like that. And it can be for any other player at the table. I've gotten one for Sasha. Oh. Sasha has not won a single game of chance involving coins or dice all day. 
Anything else is fine. But those specific games, everything is coming up wrong. Ah, every flip, every toss. Bonjour, boy. Bonjour, boy. <laughs> okay, so I, I have one for Gosha. Okay. Gosha misplaced his little pipe weed of catnip on the end. Pipe of precognition. <laughs> pipe of precognition. Yeah, I can't concentrate without that pipe. Which doesn't necessarily give him precognition. He just thinks it does. <laughs> and, it has, and it's all catnip inside. So that's, that's pretty much why. <laughs> I was going to, I mean, I was also going to do something was like, uh, Gosha would really like to solve this mystery, but he keeps getting distracted by this ball of yarn that he's playing with. <laughs> Excellent. I like that one. <laughs> all right. So of those three, there's only going to be one slice of life complication in the session. Which one do we as a table want to keep? I personally, my ball of yarn one is more of a joke. I think Tom's suggestion has potential to be more interesting. I'm also quite fond of missing pipe of catnip. <laughs> I, I think I like the game, the dice one, because they would be in character, at, especially at the casino. Casino. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is what we are doing then. So the slice of life complication this episode for Sasha is going to be that he has not won a single game of chance involving coins or dice all day. And with that, we are ready to begin. As Roberto said, tonight's session will take place in the Casino, spelled C-O-S-S-I-N-O, because that's where the Cossacks and other Zarvians hang out. Uh, it is a pretty standard casino, big, airy, bright lights, lots of things happening. There's a bar in the corner. You, however, Sasha and Gosha, are there for a specific reason tonight, and that is because your good friend Felix Yusupov asked you to meet him there. And as he stares at you across the table in the little corner that you have found, he goes, I need you guys to go kill Julius Caesar. Sasha, remind me, but I think the strange man is talking to us. Well, strange man's our friend. You, you, you know, we've known him for a while. It's me, Poovy, your friend Poovy. Listen, man. God, I thought you were my friend. You came here to help me and you don't even know who I am. I know many things, okay? And if I do not know something, it is not true. Then what, then what is what is not true here? Sasha, tell him. Tell him. We go way back. Gosha, we've known Poovy forever. We had. I have no memory of this. We had vodka at his house the other day. It was my good vodka. Oh, if you're drinking vodka, then I definitely don't have memory of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does explain things. It was Zarska Zalatai. You know, Zars gold, vodka. It's the good stuff. Very well. If you say it happened, I must trust you, my friend. So, you, you want us to kill Julius Caesar again? Again, yes, yes. He is that <laughs> annoying. You see, the truth of the matter is, and he nervously drums his fingers on the table and then kind of darts around and goes, I owe him a lot of money. He advanced me quite, quite a bit. And so um, I need him out of the picture. And the most efficient way to do that is through murder. Uh, but, you know, if that is just too much to ask of my very good friends who drank vodka at my house, then if you just, if you just inconvenience him, in a slight way, or perhaps uh, he has a little black book that has all my debts in it. If you could get the little black book, then I could destroy it and be in the clear. He would have no proof that I owe him money. But if we just take the little black book, we don't resort to murder. It's not well, you don't. Time. I mean, you don't have. I just it was more efficient. It was more efficient. I opened up with the most efficient suggestion. There is Arvian of you, <sighs> my friend. Why don't you just pay him back? I do not understand the necessity of murder in this situation. Because I do not have the money, Gosha. I do, what do you not understand about that? You buy the most expensive vodka and you, you do not have money to pay off your gambling debts. Yes. There it is. I bought the vodka. You drank the vodka. Now I don't have money. 
Yes, well, you should not have invited me over if you did not want your vocal gone. Well, I am regretting it now. <laughs> I am sure you are. Oh, Bojemoy, what are we doing? Gosh, let's just help the man out. He gave us his vodka, he gave us his pickles, it's okay. Vodka and pickles make great combination. Well, in all fairness, I have killed men for less. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have. You see, you see, this is what I ask you. Good friends with sordid pasts. Now I have it. I have it on good authority that uh, Mr. Caesar he is here tonight in the casino. He has a secret meeting. It is all on the top floor. Hmm. Over on the top floor. There are many floors of the casino. <laughs> Wait, how big is this casino anyway? Uh, many floors. <laughs> Twenty. My friend. Twenty floors. There is one thing I do not like. It is mysteries. And he like shoves <laughs> his magnifying glass in, his, in your face. I cannot simply read how many casino floors there are in this casino. Simply by shoving my magnifying glass in your face. Th- then why are you doing it? Gosha, please stop. There's probably a map somewhere. No, I'm examining them. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay, have fun. You, you've examined your support before. It's okay. No, no, that is, that is, I do not have map, but there is map probably somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a casino. It's a casino. I mean, what don't I just ask an employee over there? But there has to, there has to be one somewhere. Listen, listen, my friends, I appreciate you taking on this task for me. I will throw you a ranger if you do this for me. <laughs> just a really big party. So many people. Raspy will be there. Raspy? Raspy. Haven't seen Raspy in years, huh? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. My dear, wherever Georgin Storovich Bulgakov goes, it is always a rager. Yeah, that's right, my friend. And with no money to pay my debts, we'll have more money for the vodka. Perhaps even better vodka than last time. Ooh. Okay, you make a compelling point. It's a very compelling point that I think we should, we should walk around and see what happens and who knows. Maybe we will run into the man and Sasha just kind of like repositions his like dagger and saber on his side and it's like a bit closer himself. Maybe he will see our point of view. <laughs> oh, so barbaric. Barbaric? You wound me. Do I? No, I don't. I just said that was barbaric. <laughs> I know. That's, that's, I find that I'm not barbaric. I'm a poet. I, I'm, I'm civilized. <laughs> Poets are by far some of the least civilized people I know. Oh, you're still mad about that raunchy poem I made about you two years ago. Yeah, because I do not see you that way. How many times do we have to go over this? It was a joke, please! Oh, I'm certain it was a joke. 100% certain. There's no mysteries between us. (laughs) I know there's no mysteries! It was a joke! It was April Fool's Day! Oh, poor boy. Why do I have such a friend that treats me this way? Because you need me. I... If it went for me always paying off your gambling debts, you would have been destitute a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't for me, if it weren't for me, you would have... You're lucky a... I'm so damn good at solving mysteries and my callings pay well. I love your dynamic! Felix Usbov yells from across the room. Because I like to imagine you've been like walking away and having this, and having this conversation mm-hmm. as you meander out into the main space. And he's just... He's so happy. He's waving. He's watching you. He's so thankful, man. He's, he's... The unimpoverished friend speaks wisely. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Uh, I think we we should, um, we should find the map first, because what did he want want us to stay again? He wanted us to find his friend and get money back? I don't remember. Or something about (laughs) killing someone. I'm sure we'll figure the rest out. (laughs) Uh, uh, Something, nothing new. It's a daily thing. Such is life in Zarya. Such is life. Well, if there is a map around here, I use my powers of deduction to say 
it must be on the wall of the elevator. Unless there are no elevators in this world. In which case, the stairs. <laughs> or perhaps a ladder. Or a fireman's pole. <laughs> what if there's only rope to get us up? Do you have the power to go up? I am a cat, friend. There is nothing I cannot climb. Good point. Um, is there a way I could do a, like, a perception check to see where the elevator is? Or just kind of... Yeah, absolutely. 26? Yes. All right. I would call this, yeah, understand, which is books. So if you have any books, whatever your book stat is. <laughs> minus one. All right. So it's going to be your roll minus one. That's an eight. That's an eight. Okay. That's a mixed success. Okay. So you don't see any maps or anything that clearly points to a map, but you do see a man in the corner of the bar, like Aragorn style. Hmm. Just like chilling, looking mysterious, looking around. He looks like he knows things. I will immediately look at the man. Like I'm staring at him and then I go, my good friend, just super loud. <laughs> How are you doing today? It's, I haven't seen you in such a long time. And then I, I will approach him, even though I do not know who this is. Because I have to take up the center of attention. <laughs> All right, Tom, this is you. <laughs> so you have to I, I had a feeling. Good. So I realize I neglected to describe my character's appearance. That's why I just guessed. I, so hopefully that was okay. I became distracted. But Papa Kropotkin is a balding man. He's wearing like that 20s like newsboy cap style <laughs> to, to hide it, the fact. And he has a massive bushy white beard, like dressed in a fairly smart suit, but like nothing too fancy. Nothing that says money. Like, Bonjour, moi. It's Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> He'll sigh seeing the two of you approach and say, this is what they all say. <laughs> I didn't think that. I said my old friend. No, no, I, I appreciate it. Have a seat, comfort. I, I, I will sit down. But before I sit down, we didn't describe, I didn't describe my character. Yeah, go ahead and describe oh, no. your physical characters. I, I'm so sorry that I didn't make sure that happened. So take a quick break as the party unites. Yes. So as you approach, you see this very tall Cossack man. He has this like really thick fur hat on top of his head, which is like really high that has the Russian double-headed eagle on it for the, like the imperial sigil. And then he's wearing a red and gold kaftan, which is like that nice long robe that they wore back in the day. It has like this very nice, intricate, brocade, floral design on it. Uh, he has this large sash, and in the sash he has two sabers, three daggers, and then he has a whole bunch of pistols kind of going down the side. And he and he sits down in front of you, kind of, he's wearing like fur boots, and you can see he has like the little spiky things at the end of his boots, because, you know, he's a Cossack, he has to ride horses. Yeah. And he sits down and says, ah, oh, my good friend, my name is Alexander Mikhailovich Dostoevsky, but you can call me Sasha. What, what is your name? They call me around here Papa Kropotkin. Feel free to call me Papa or uh, Comrade Kropotkin. Okay, Papa. I like Papa. Papa's shorter. My friend, I only call people Daddy in bed, so you can forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I get that a lot as well. Uh, you know, Papa's fine. <laughs> so, my friends, what is it that brings you to my table tonight? Well, we saw you looking out at us longingly, and I thought that is a kind sort of a man... A man who wants to meet with other people, make some new friends, especially in the casino. So my heart yearned out to you, and I thought, why should I not talk to this old man, this man who has no one around him? And and our eyes locked, and I thought, there, that is a sign to make a new friend today, because, you know, my comrade here, Gosha, very kind cat, but sometimes he gets on my nerves, so... <laughs> oh, I get on your nerves sometimes, okay. What about the time you borrowed my car without asking? And I come back and it's completely smashed up. 
I told you that was not my fault. That was the fault of the other Cossacks. Yeah, the Cossacks will force that vodka upon you, I'm sure, completely unwillingly. <laughs> Speaking of drink, let me buy you all around. Then we will talk more. I too have been looking for friends in this place, but I, I know few people here. This is not the place I usually hang out. Da, my friend, trust is low. You always need a good friend by your side. That is truth. And then I, I will get up, I'll stand on the table, and I'll go, Bartender, what are you? We want drinks here! The um, bartender will just look at you from across the way and throw her hands up and be like, Bartender, bartender, everybody wants the bartender! And then she'll start <laughs> getting a round of, of whatever it is that you want. You're doing a great job. Thank you for your hard work. I will make a poem in your honor. Oh, uh, yes. You always have time to make poems to the working class, but never to give them a break. <laughs> You wound me, Gosha! <laughs> you wound me? You are in this poor lady who's working so hard. For God's sake, I will get the drinks myself. Ma'am, please do not get up. Uh, she's already she's already there with the with the tray of um, I presume it's vodka, and she kind of like slams it down a little bit and goes, "That's a okay, comrade." <laughs> uh, miss, if you please, a bowl of milk for me only. Thank you. A bowl of milk. Oh, I would take his drink though. So I will drink for two. <laughs> Uh, she'll leave and she'll return in a second with the bowl of milk. <laughs> At this point, I, you know, I get this time I stand up on my chair because my descriptor is takes up attention. So yeah. I stand up on the chair and I go, I prepare this toast to my new friend, Papa Kropotkin, <laughs> to his long health, to our friendship, to, and then I go into a toast for the next five minutes without actually drinking. Oh my God. In the classic Russian style. Comrade, you misunderstand. This is a covert operation. I'm, I'm making new friend. All right, everyone. Now to all our helps and to our friendship. Not all of you. And I'll push down like two shots of vodka. Right. Gosha is just very, just lapping up the milk on the floor. <laughs> Papa will drink to this toast. Okay. Um, I'm going to have you roll me something. Okay. Just for fun. Uh. Roll me just, a, just, yeah, Sasha, just roll me one slick. That is a nine. Okay. Continue. All right. <clears throat> and then I get down and I, and I put my hand on Papa Karpotkin's shoulder and go, it's very nice to make your acquaintance and your friendship. Now we are brothers. And now that we are brothers, perhaps we can talk business now. What is it you have come to my table looking for aid in tonight? Ah, oh, okay. And then at this point, I'll get really quiet and I'll say, <laughs> okay, we need to meet with the, 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 I need to meet with Julius Caesar. He has something of ours that we absolutely need for our friend, because our friend wants to throw a big party. And of course, if you help us, you're invited to the rager. <laughs> you know, that is without a doubt. But, you know, Julius Caesar, he's, he's, he's not from Sarvia, so we need to make sure that it gets back into the hands of us Sarvians. Certainly. Perhaps it is fate you have come to this table tonight. But I too have business with Julius Caesar. Oh, well, maybe we can help each other out and make this operation go a bit better. You can call it a Special operation of sorts. <laughs> Certainly, if you wish to call it that. What do you know so far? Uh, he's in top floor of Casino. We don't know where the elevator is or stairs, because usually we drink and play games here, and we don't look for it. And then he has small book that we need, small black ledger of sorts. Using my power as a deduction, he's a man of great wealth, most likely surrounded by several bodyguards. So... This will require an operation of either great violence or great stealth. Perhaps both. So, are, are you in or are you out? I am in, of course. As you say, we're brothers now. Perfect, perfect. We must, we must work together in this. 
and I think we have an in, potentially. As you mentioned yourself, uh, the working class is significant here, and that will be our easiest way to gain access to the top floor. If we have the workers' uniforms, delivering food, drinks, that sort of thing, we can easily get to the top. Ah, disguises. Extremely clever, comrade. You will be a valuable partner in this mission. Make myself unknown to people? I don't know if I can handle that. I, I, I want to be big poet. People know my poems, I think. Well, my friend, there is one thing I believe in. It is not putting people in situations where they are useless. That is why you are going to be the distraction. Ah, perfect. I can do that. When I go up to the bar and order a Moloko Plus from the barmaid, you will know that is the time for a distraction. <laughs> yes, my drug. But first, Papa Korpotkin, do you know where the elevator is? Nah, I know where the elevator is. Oh, perfect. I like this. I like this already. Now, Gosha. As you're conferring, before you can confer any further, you hear from not quite across the bar, because he's, he's making his way towards you. Eh, Sasha, my good friend! And you see your good friend, uh, Alexander Pushkin, just ghost walking across across the casino floor, and he's like, "I knew it was you as soon as I heard the 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 big speech and the waxen poetic. I I I knew that you were here. Hey!" And he comes and he claps a hand on your back. Ah, Pushkin. Sasha doesn't, you know, he's friendly with Pushkin, but doesn't actually like Pushkin because because yeah, <laughs> he's one of the poets and he's like the master. Poet. So I, I kind of look up at him with my big Dostoevsky and beard, and I go, Ah, Pushkin, pleasure to see you here. How is my mentor doing today? Ah, and he shakes you, and he's like, doing good, doing lit. I have had very good luck with the coins and the dice today. Oh, really? Really? I cannot believe it. You must play a game with me, friend. Oh, I, are you sure? I... Uh. Uh, okay, uh, can I be quick? I've been conferring with, you know, some people here for business. You owe me several games. You owe me several games. Come on, come on. And he's, he's, uh, he's forcing you out of the chair. <laughs> Let's go play some games. <laughs> okay, okay. Fine, fine, fine. I suppose we'll catch up to you later, Sukar Imperialist. Have fun, Gosha. Have fun, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like dragged away by Pushkin. And I just kind of mouth, help me, help me, help me. <laughs> this is why had you roll sneak, you rolled a mixed success, so like you're still mostly under the radar, but there is there is one annoying person who saw you, and it's Alexander Pushkin. Using my powers of deduction, I believe our friend is in distress. <laughs> I would agree with that assessment. Of course you would. I did it. <laughs> Third point. Third point. But now how best to get him out of there? Or do we wish to just leave him to his fates while we investigate further? Hmm. Well, my friend, when you're in Rome, you must do as the Romans do. I say we join him. Very well. I suppose we can use the distraction for now. Indeed. Perhaps now he can pay me back for my car. <laughs> ah, I see. You intend to fleece him while his luck is bad. <laughs> my friend, you wound me. <laughs> mm. Well, while you're winning your money back, I'm going to go find it a disguise. Ah, capital idea, my friend. Capital idea. And I normally don't describe capital as a good thing. <laughs> yeah, you see you see a dark look passes his face. <laughs> but then he's like, oh, oh yes, excellent. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. Uh how does a how does a cat walk to a gambling table? <laughs> On legs, I would imagine. 
on a catwalk, one paw in front of the other, I guess. Yeah, there he goes. Are you going to the same gambling table as your buddy? Of course. All right, so you guys want to do some gambling, and then Papa Kropotkin, you're going to go look for disguises and such. Duh. Okay, we will handle the gambling table first. Yeah. Uh, Gosha quickly, like, swaps out his fedora and, like, you know those, like, green visors? <laughs> yes, yes, like the like the blackjack <laughs> counter yeah. visors, yeah. It sticks one of them and he, like, rolls up his sleeves. How are we doing, everybody? Good, 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 excellent, excellent. Oh, you're here, Pushkin says. Indeed I am. <laughs> that is, uh, that's, that's great. And he kind of leans in a little bit closer to Sasha and like, Sasha, Sasha, come on, which number you're going to bet on? It's craps. My voice changes every time I speak, but that's intentional. It's, it's a romantic in you, of course. Um, I think I'm going to go with num- lucky number three, like the last three times. <laughs> if there's one thing I can expect from you, comrade, it's consistency. <laughs> yes, I'm very consistent. Yeah, consistently a drunk. All right, uh... Gambling is not a mechanic in our Saturday morning cartoon gameplay, so uh, I think I'm just gonna have you make, yeah, make me a flat 2d6 roll, Roberto, and then I'm gonna subtract two because you've been having trouble all day. Nine, so minus two is seven. Okay, so it lands on the four, which is like, you know, so close to the three, but isn't it, Chief? It's not it. Yes, buddy, not again. This is the fifth oh. game in a Sasha, what was that? But you, you know, I try so hard, but today is just not the best day for me to play dice and chance. Ah, uh, I'll show you how it's done. Uh, and then he's going to bet the next round. And then, um, Gosha, did you want to bet around as well? I'm going to have you do the same thing. Rule flat, 2d6. Hmm. Using my powers of deduction, if the previous roll landed on the four, then it must roll on the four next time. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, That is an eight. And it's opposite day, so. That's right. So any low rolls for you are good. Well, is that still Nick's success? Hang on. Let me open up my... Okay, so that is actually just a failure. Oh. Not only does it... How could this be? I miscalculated. Not land on the four. It lands on... The 20, the high number that craps goes up to <laughs> that I definitely know off the top of my head. And then um, because it's a failure, uh, Pushkin laughs at you. <laughs> That's a shame. That's a shame, Gosha. Indeed it is. However, Lady Luck, oh, she is a fickle mistress. Fickle indeed. And then I'm going to roll for Pushkin. I'm going to see how well Pushkin does. Okay, well, Pushkin got a 10, because I can't roll well unless I'm rolling for an NPC. <laughs> so Pushkin's like, and he got it on a 10. Let's say that. And he like, and he's got all these, all these, uh, trubles. That's the currency in Zardvia. <laughs> trubles. And he scoops them all up and is like, ah, see, it's because you're here next to me, buddy. Yeah. This is this enough games. I have things to do. <laughs> Are you sure? You sure stay another round. Final round, okay? Then I have to go because Final I have... round, final round. Uh, and then while you're doing your final round, we'll cut back to Papa Kropotkin doing his, doing his, his thing. So I imagine Papa Kropotkin has wandered off into like the back areas of the casino near the kitchens and is just looking for some employees to strike up a conversation. Okay. Like smoke uh, stoically staring off into the distance talking about, you know, what does life really have in store for us? 
Um, if you're wandering back there, you'll see a girl in like a not quite a maid's outfit, but you know, like like clearly she works here. Mm. And she's carting back a little tray of food going into the back. As she rounds a corner, she just sees Papa Kropotkin there, like mournfully smoking a cigarette. And he'll tip his head and say, Good evening, ma'am. She'll cock her head a little bit. Do you believe in prophetic dreams? <laughs> I have heard many interesting conversation openers in my long life and death, but this one is perhaps the most interesting. No, I do not believe in prophetic dreams. Well, that's a shame. I think I've seen you in a dream before. Did you know that dreams are the gateway to the soul? Some say it, yes, but in my long life and death, I have turned more to the path of the nihilist than the romantic. Well, that's a shame, but I suppose that path is open to you as it's available to all of us. Why do you believe you have seen me in a dream before, hmm? Because I've seen you in a dream before. Sometimes things are very simple and can be explained in one sentence. Just like that. Other times, she does a thousand-yard stare. They cannot. Well, in this dream, did you give me one human-sized uniform for this establishment and one cat-sized uniform? Even just a little bow tie I can put around the cat's neck. That would work as well. She shakes her head. Perhaps prophecy is not everything, though. I can pay you quite a bit if you're willing to loan us some uniforms for a little while. We have uh, a little bit of business upstairs. You think you can buy prophecy with money? No, I believe I can show support for a fellow worker in exchange for a little bit of support of my own. I can't imagine Caesar is paying very good wages here. Caesar? I saw him in a dream once, too. Do you believe in prophetic dreams, sir? I believe you have already asked me this question. And Papa Kropotkin is looking around suspicious now. You have not given me a satisfactory answer. I gave you an answer and it was a no. I don't believe in such terms. That wasn't satisfactory. What if I were to say yes? What would happen then? And yes, then I would probe you for all of your deepest desires, thoughts, and musings about what a prophetic dream can mean about the human psyche. Uh, there are, there are better ghosts to ask about dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure a quick Google search can provide you with far better celebrities <laughs> to ask these questions of. She cocks her head a little bit. At no point, sir, did I say that I would not help you. I merely wish to have an interesting conversation with someone. And then she'll kind of like ruffle her skirt a little bit and say, he'll wait right there. I'll bring back two uniforms just as you ask. Uh, I am suspicious of your intent, <laughs> I won't look a gift horse in the mouth, as they say. I'll do as you ask. Um, she nods and leaves and she comes back. She, nothing, nothing untoward is happening. She will hand you the two uniforms. And then she'll say, what's your name, sir? I am called Papa Kropotkin. Papa Kropotkin, my name's Maria Kane. You can come to me anytime if you need any help. Or if you'd like to discuss those dreams of mine. Ah, uh, I am certain to take you up on this at some point in the future, miss. Thank you very much. She nods. And then, like, instead of, like, just walking normally away, she walks backwards for some reason. <laughs> and, like, she disappears around the corner looking at you. And then you hear her ask some other unwitting soul, Ma'am, do you believe in prophetic dreams? <laughs> but yeah, having having extracted himself from conversation with Maria Kaina, Papa Kropotkin is going to covertly head back towards the, the casino floor. Okay. And signal to Gosha. Hmm. Using my powers of deduction, I think <laughs> our friend is trying to get my attention. <laughs> my money, my poor money, I work so hard for that money! 
<laughs> Why did this happen to me? What do you mean, what hard? Poetry is not that difficult. <laughs> I can tell because you do poetry. No, no, thank you for playing with me. I am very happy that we could share this moment together. Pushkin has really made it big tonight, and he's just racking in all the all the troubles. <laughs> he's like, thank you for giving me your luck tonight. This is for you. This is all for you. But not really, because I'm keeping it. Oh, Pushkin, at least buy me a drink with it. But I mean, but I mean, you made this happen for me, Pushkin, whose voice has become Felix Yusupov. <laughs> Uh, just, I, I look at Gosha and it's like, let's just go. I don't want to deal with this right now. Why? Um, Pushkin is going to look at Gosha, actually. He's going to, like, do a sup nod, like an acknowledgement that, you know, men do. Mm-hmm. And, like, you gambled well, my friend's friend. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, I think uh, I could use some practice. But I thank you anyway. He narrows his eyes because he's not sure if I could do some practice was a challenge or not. <laughs> and, he, and he wags a finger at you like, this guy. <laughs> I would narrow my eyes, friend. But my pupils are already pretty narrow since I am a cat. Hey, you're a mysterious one. I'll give you that. Hmm. Well, <sighs> I hate mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, let's go talk to Papa Kanapotkin, please. I don't, I, I want, I don't want to deal with this right now. Take art, my friend. You can pay me back another time. You're taking some of my money now. Yes, and then such is life. You lose your money, you gain it back. The wheel of fortune goes up and down and back and forth and side to side. From the background, Felix Kuzbov goes, the wheel of fortune goes up and down and side to side. Sometimes you have money and sometimes you have don't. Well, exactly. He agrees with me. Oh, um, I, for- I forgot to mention this earlier, but Sasha has the flexible thing, so he can, at the beginning of each adventure, he can pick a skill, and I have that skill. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. S- sleight of hand. Totally. Happy to give you that. As I'm going to go give Pushkin a hug. Okay. And I'm going to sleight of hand all his gold away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, do it. So that means you're going to roll three dice, and then you keep the top two. Okay. So I got a six, a six, and a three. Critical success. You got two sixes. That's a critical success. <laughs> you stole all of Alexander Pushkin's money. You stole all of his money. You just get that now because you got a critical. Malata. That's what we call it. That's what I call it. Nobody else does. Malata. <laughs> hey. Thank God for that advantage. And he's none the wiser, I'm sure. No, he's just like saying goodbye to his good friend and mentee. So basically the way I want to, I think it happens like, oh. Gosha says, oh, you have to pay me back. And I'm like, ugh. And then I was like, oh, I didn't say bye to Pushkin. And then I go to Pushkin. I steal, I hug him, steal all his money, and then come back. And then just kind of like, as we're walking away, I put the, I put it, I'm like, Gosha, extend your hand out. What hand? This is a paw. <laughs> Ext- ex- extend your paw out. Uh, I don't feel like it. <laughs> I, I, I show him the bag of like, this big bag of troubles. What in God's name did you get this? <laughs> I'm Pushkin. <laughs> I'm saying this very quietly. <laughs> Oh, well, in that case, I will not ask too many questions. <laughs> Although, I've said many times I hate mysteries. It's not a mystery. I, Pushkin gave it to me. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, I for one am bad at identifying lies, so I think I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was in my character sheet. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm terrible at that. You take everything at face value, like all good detectives do. <laughs> <laughs> he hates mysteries. Yeah, he hates them. 
If, if he believes everything, then there's no mystery. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> so you guys, <laughs> you've got My all comrades, this money. I hope your, uh, I hope your adventures at the gambling table were most successful. Indeed. They were successful at the end. A <laughs> <laughs> friend Pushkin, he speaks in the riddles. And yet he gambles like a master. People can deceive you like that. One day you're thinking, oh yes, we will spend the rest of our lives together. The next, they are gone. No letter, nothing. <laughs> anyway, don't worry about that. Uh, I have obtained disguises. Excellent. And also vodka. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. With this vodka and these disguises, we go to Elevator, we bring vodka to Caesar's room. And our good friend Sasha here, he, uh, he draws everyone's attention by trying to get in and meet with Caesar. Very well. I can do that. Lead me to Elevator. I guess we we head to the elevator. We're just heading on up. All right, you're taking you're taking the elevator. Mm. Uh, the elevator is not dangerous or tricky. It's just a regular elevator. Hmm. <laughs> this is a strange elevator. <laughs> what do these buttons do? And I just press all the buttons. <laughs> it stops at every floor. <laughs> it takes you a really long time to get up to the twentieth floor <laughs> because it stops. And after a while, Gosha is pretending to use the force to open and close the doors of the elevator. <laughs> Hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm moving it with my mind. There's this common ghost trick. Don't even bother trying to pretend. <laughs> um, Gosha, roll me a slick. <laughs> it would be seven total. I think that's still a mixed success on opposite day. You are correct. That is a mixed success on opposite day. Ah, mystery solved. The buttons take you to every floor. <laughs> <laughs> Are we attracting more notice from doing this, perchance? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just look, I, I, I just look at Gosha. I'm just like, oh my gosh, my. Uh, I, at this point, I just start reciting poetry while we're waiting to go upstairs. Ah, you poem your children, they make no way, but I'm no way of elasty. Cacamimaliat nevedeni, cagini chistoi crasati. Gospody pomeloi. At long last, after several minutes of agonizing torture, <laughs> you finally reach the top floor, which is surprise, the 25th Felix Yusupov was wrong. There were five more floors than he thought. <laughs> oh, he lied to us. Bovi! <laughs> Bovi, why? Why didn't I see this coming? At least we have some compromise on them now. Indeed. So the elevator doors open and you find yourself in, it's not empty or dark, but you know, it's emptier than like the main space of the casino that you left. Um, it looks to be just like a lot of like conference rooms and that kind of thing up on this floor. And at least in your immediate surroundings, it is empty with only like fluorescent lights lighting your way. Look alive, my friends. Where there are conferences happening, no good can be followed. <laughs> <laughs> What about the investigator conference you were at last week? Well, first off, I don't trust anyone. Except people who talk to me. <laughs> I do trust you. Yeah, I trust you to put things up. You know, third point. As you make your way down the hall, you see that it branches in three different directions. Hmm. Straight, right, left. Straight, right, left. Well, my father once said, when you don't know what to do, go left. I will drink to that. <laughs> Is, is there a map somewhere? Maybe fire escape plan. I'll look right next to the elevator to see if there's a fire escape plan. Um, so, so you didn't get a map, but you'll hear, here you go. And when you turn around, the Riakena is there, holding the map. Oh my god! I'm so sorry, did I startle you? I did that in my dream, too. 
Gosha's just on the ceiling, hanging on with his claws. <laughs> <laughs> Every hair is standing on end. In the name of God, woman, do not scare me like that. She looks up at you, hanging from the ceiling, and is like, <laughs> You've attracted him. The Begamot. Begamot? Wait, 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 wait. What did you say? Begamot. And then he, she looks back up at Gosha and is like, His aura is all around you, sir. And then she turns back to Papa Kropotkin and says, as she hands him the map, says, By the way, I liked your book. My book has never been published. How, how did you learn this? <laughs> My friend, why are you questioning why you have a fan? I don't... Mm, because it is a very uncomfortable situation. <laughs> Perhaps one of your friends managed to get the whole of the manuscript. Okay, it's not a huge mystery. I know you hate mysteries, but I assure you this is a mystery. Listen, using my powers of deduction, there's nothing to worry about. I'm going to regret this immensely, but I am going to ask you now, ma'am. What do you know about this... I'm going to butcher this word. What was that again, Hallie? Begamot? Begamot. 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 Oh, the T is pronounced. Begamot. You're saying it in a weirdly French way. As I do. What do you know about this Begamot? The Begamot? Well, the Begamot is a thing of the past. Like... Two of the four people here are ghosts. <laughs> we, we are all things of the past. This is nothing. You've told me nothing. But the Begamot is a thing of the ancient past. What it is subjective at best. What is your first question? What is your name? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. My name is Maria Kana. Hi, Masha. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Do you believe in prophetic dreams? N- no, I am the prophecy. <laughs> She will not accept that answer, I assure you. We will be here forever unless you say yes. Unfortunately, that answer is not satisfactory. See, this is what I tell you. Sometimes dreams can lead you into the state of human existence, and sometimes they don't mean anything at all. It can be difficult to tell the difference, don't you think? When I dreamed that one, I assume that you're still on the ceiling, Gosha. Mm. <laughs> when I dreamed that one, the Begamot was stabbing him. Well, he's used to that. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm a ghost, so... But I told you, I'm the prophetic dream, so no worries. Mm. But do you know where Caesar is in his floors, Masha? Caesar? I do know where Caesar is. Could you lead us to him, please? Could I lead you to him? May you. You know, asking other people to do your work for you sounds very capitalist of you. Indeed, my friend, you're reek of mammon. <laughs> can you not tell I'm a Cossack? I pillage and raid. I do... Heavy work on field. I ride horses. <laughs> Indeed. You cannot tell me that theft is not an honest profession. But I, 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 only, I, I only wear nice kaftan because I'm at Cosino. Otherwise, I'm on field. I, I, I work on farm. I suppose that does make a difference. It did in my dream. She look away. And then she turns back to Papa Kropotkin one more time and says, I told you your answer wasn't satisfactory. If you finish, she'll be waiting. This continues to mean nothing. <laughs> I wish for you to know this before we leave again. She's gone. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see her leave, but she's gone. Wait, where'd she go? I, I, did, I did not even turn to look away. I'd, I'm not even going to question this at this point. The only thing we need to know is that we are probably in danger. So comrades, we must stick close together. I put my hand on a pistol and just kind of go, <laughs> oh, you know, yes, danger. I, I think I'm ready. Um... Is which one? Which one is not the, the one that shoots up? Bang sign. <laughs> That's right, yeah. because you have the overture one. I have three pistols. I have the oh, I have the flare gun, the regular pistol, and one that just shoots out a bang sign. <laughs> is is the overture pistol labeled eighteen twelve? 
Sasha, must I remind you that this is a covert operation? I cannot draw too much attention to ourselves, so there better be a f- silencer for that blunderbuss you have there. <laughs> the silencer is body. <laughs> well then, at least I know you intend to get close. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so she did point in the direction that Julius Caesar was. So you can go uh, in that way. Well, it appears the mysterious young lady is more of a help than she is a hindrance. I mean, she did give us these costumes as well, so there is that. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow, mystery solved. <laughs> you did not even know there was a mystery to begin with, and it has already been solved. <laughs> My friend, life is full of mysteries. That's why I hate life. That's why I became a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand the pain that torments one. It has haunted me through my life as well, and into my death. We cannot easily shed the past. Bojemoy, another poet. Are we all not poets here in Zarvia? No, poets speak in riddles. I hate that. <laughs> I'll have to keep this in mind for my book. Clearer, simpler language. Got it. Gosha just kind of sh- shrugs and goes, I don't understand any of this. I, I write poetry, but I don't publish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gosha, do you remember that slick you rolled earlier that you got a mixed success on? Yeah. As you're going down the corridor, a man in like a chef's hat, he clearly works there, but has some kind of like manager insignia. He comes by and is like, there you are. They said you were taking the elevator. I didn't, I, what are you doing? We need people downstairs, stat. My friend, you do not understand. The uh, <clears throat> big man is requires my services. I cannot take away from my duties here. The big man, no, no, we need, we, we need all of you. Cause you're all- Not Sasha. <laughs> right you're just in your cossack uniform <laughs> i was in my cossack uniform <laughs> no they're, they're, they're escorting me they're escorting me to my friend caesar so i get lost in here i'm telling a very important business can't talk bye bye you're just vodka i'm sorry boss but we were asked specifically where is the vodka well, it's right here in my hand vodka do you have vodka in your hand i i just assumed i grabbed vodka while i was there okay in that case he will instead look Sasha directly in the eyes and go, And what business do you got with Julius Caesar? Oh, these orders come straight from the top. Don't worry about that. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> we'll be, I think, convince somebody is going to be. I would say it's a slick, I guess. Um, you can actually use any stat for this one, depending on what kind of convincing you're trying to do. But I would say that mm. slick applies here because you're trying to lie. Okay, slick it is. Um, that would be a 10. A 10, that is, that is a failure with the opposite day. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> this mysterious chef man will say, Julius Caesar doesn't even drink vodka. Really? Wow. Then why did he order it? That's a real mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. You're telling me he doesn't want vodka? We got the copper mug and everything? <laughs> telling you he doesn't want vodka. As you know, we're supposed to go up there. He asked for us himself. Yeah, we better we better all go. We better go ask him ourselves. If we need to get another drink, we got to get this cleared up quickly before something bad happens. But I'm not riding every single 25 floors again <laughs> if uh, if it turns out he does want vodka. So like, no, come on. You're let's, still mad about that? Get over it. Let, let's confirm this one way or another. It's Caesar's problem. Very easy to ask. We'll just get down to the room and find out what they're drinking. Well, are you coming? Come on. Indeed, I am simple cat meow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very busy doing cat things. Come, I must lick my own. Bleep, bleep, bleep. He, he trusts you so little because you failed. <laughs> he just pulls a gun on you. <gasps> oh, please. I have no family. <laughs> 
on right. We all here at the casino have guns. You're right, and I pull a gun as well. <laughs> I immediately like swig out my saber to cut his arm out. <laughs> you were fully allowed to do that. So we're going to do opposing rules in this case, because I don't think it's quite a confrontation. But since a lot of things are happening at once, and there is kind of a ruckus in the hallway because of this failure, I'm going to have Papa Kropotkin and Sasha respond at the same time. I mean, I won't shoot uh, until something happens, which means that Sasha is very free to chop this man's arm off first. Yeah, go for it. Do you want to to dismember this man? I want to dismember this man's arm. (laughs) Can I, like, leap onto this guy's, like, face and scratch his eyes out? Oh, absolutely. I would love to do that, actually. Um, So that's going to be a take action for both of you, and that's going to be using your fierce stat. For the motherland! (laughs) Zagodio! Uh, that's gonna be an 11. <laughs> oh, no! That's a 7? Oh, no! But I'm gonna use do or do not and upgrade it to a full success. Oh, okay! Hey. But now Hallie gets a hard move, so... <laughs> I can read the description if you want me to. No, I gotcha. I pulled it up. Um, well, we might want to read it for the sake of the viewers as well. Oh, I guess because we are on a podcast. Yeah, okay. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... The do or do not move, uh, if you roll a mixed success, you may upgrade it to a full success. However, if you do so, the GM may make a hard move immediately after your full success resolves. Oh no. So, because you and Gosha attacked at the same time, one of you swinging the sword up, one of you falling on top of the person you're trying to sword. Oh no! (laughs) It's not a lethal, it's not a lethal sword. Hit. Yeah, hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. A sword from a living man and a ghost cat. Hmm. How how does that hurt? Um, ghosts aren't always purely incorporeal in hereafter. No. They're like it's like a I mean, I am fine with ghosts being injured by physical weapons. I'm just curious because we have never actually resolved what happens. Well, I'm gonna when say you try to stab a ghost. It works like if you stabbed a person, <laughs> but a little bit less. Because, you know, I'm not going to, like, actually kill one of you, even though you're already dead. <laughs> if I can make a suggestion. Yeah. If he, like, cuts off my tail, something funny like that. It's like the rule of cool, but for being funny. <laughs> Love it. I am more than happy to have him cut off your tail. <laughs> my God, man, what you are, what way are you swinging? So, so what have you done to our poor Gosha? He did a bit of a trim. <laughs> a bit of a trim? You've taken off bone. That's, that's okay. He's ghost. Thank <laughs> you. Well, look oh, at yes. you. We've now solved the mystery of what happens when a physical sword meets a ghostly cat. <laughs> but is it the same for all cats? I know I'm a black cat, but what about a tabby cat? Is it the same? I can't imagine that would cause a difference between sword hitting ghost cats. But how can we know if we do not test it? I'm not attacking more cats. You... My friend, you're a scientist and you are denying... I'm a geologist. Let's be very clear about that. Geologists are men of science. Well, y- yes, <laughs> but not, not the cutting up animals kind of science. I did not do that in school. Did not dissect any frogs. What? You never took an elective? Not that kind of elective. I'm, I'm just kind of standing there in awe. Also, isn't a man like... <laughs> yeah, he's right in front of us. <laughs> yeah, is a man so... with a stump for an arm on the I'm, I'm... <laughs> Did his arm get cut off too, or...? No, his arm got cut off. Don't worry, you did that. <laughs> so I'm going to do a GM intrusion. This is going to be on Gosha for thematic purposes. So Gosha, you can take an XP, or sorry, an AP, that's what we call them. At adventure points, you can use at any point in the adventure or do a bunch of other things. I have the documents somewhere. Okay. And then you also get to give someone an AP. Well, I will give Sasha an AP then. <laughs> for cutting off your tail. All right. <laughs> Excellent. So the hard move 
at first removes a problem because another dagger comes through the man who is still standing in front of you who just got his arm cut off and just screaming. <laughs> well, so much for covert. The man slumps to the floor, revealing Julius Caesar behind him, <laughs> holding the knife, and he says, Gosha! Do we know each other? It's been so long. You don't- My friend, this day has been full of mysteries, and you know, <laughs> one thing I hate, it's mysteries. Uh, he'll, he'll like, put his knife down and casually wipe it on, like, the edge of his toga or whatever, and he'll say, ah, you always were like that. You haven't changed a bit, except for being dead. Twice. Twice? I have no memory of this. You've never had a memory of anything. <laughs> oh, man, it is good to see you. Now, tell me, are you here for the cause? Uh... I'm here because I love gambling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe you once said the cause is in my will, and it is in my will. Like your will to live or like your physical will? Uh... uh that's private. <laughs> but the question is, does he have two wills? Two wills or one? <laughs> <laughs> Your good friend, Julius Caesar. <laughs> I can't believe you don't remember me. And he's slowly advancing on you now with the knife. The vibes are not great. Uh, Mr. Caesar, I hate to interrupt. I apologize for the intrusion, sir. But I must ask you, are you here in this hallway alone? Uh, he turns to look at you and says, Not if Gosha's here to help me like the old days. Remember, Gosha? Yeah, of course. Who is this? I, I say this very loudly. This is Julius Caesar. How do you not know who this is? <laughs> <laughs> like, I have the ability to stay quiet. He goes up to Gosha and he's like, Gosha, please. Are you still a Julian? Or are you Gregorian? Gregorian? No, 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 no. My name is Georgi. You misunderstand. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. And then from around the corner, puffs the head of head czar of Zarvia, Czar Nicholas II, known colloquially as Nicky II. <laughs> And he peeks around and goes, Mr. Caesar, you were telling me about the benefits of reinstating the Julian calendar instead of the Gregorian calendar in Sarvia. I'm not inclined to agree, but you are also the only person who has spoken to me today. So it looks like it's going to go your way. <gasps> but it's the Tsar! <laughs> My fearless leader! It's a pleasure to see you today! What? Uh, he salutes you and is like, Sasha, you're a monarchist? <laughs> <laughs> I work for, I work for, I'm a Gothic. I work for Imperial Army! I thought just meant you like to gamble! <laughs> Don't worry, I've approved communism. I may have the Duma. They're basically the same thing! Oh, okay. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, pleasure to see you again. You said something about inserting Julian calendar. I think great idea. <laughs> God, Sasha. <laughs> anyway, Caesar is still advancing menacingly towards Gosha, right? Um, he has stopped for now because he's Nikki too has appeared. So he turns around and is like, Nikki too. Yes, I was just about to tell you about why it would be good to not be on the same calendar as the rest of the world again, and to instead go back to Julian calendar the way that we were in the old days, you know, the good old days. No one uses the Julian calendar anymore, and you were the last ones to do so. It took you so long to change. Why? Why did you change after such a long time? Nikki, just like, I told you it was the world order and it was recommended to me by the last person who spoke to me. <laughs> that is why 
we are now on the Gregorian calendar, but I'm willing to reconsider. Uh, and then Julius Caesar turns back to Gosha. He's like, Gosha, don't tell me you've given up on the cause. Listen, my friend, there's something you should know. I have no memory of you. <laughs> I have no memory of the cause. I have no memory of the cause. Caesar, you know what might help our friend Gosha here? If you lent him your black book, he might use those notes to remember things. Ah, uh, yes, the black book. It feels familiar. It's a very famous black book. My famous black book? My famous black book? You mean where I keep all my debts? Uh, of course, I'm, I'm sure Gosha with his financial problems had debt to you at some point. So seeing the notes might help him trigger some memories. Did you owe me money? Me? Never. I owe nobody money. Does any of you owe me money? And then he'll actually get out his little book to look through it. But in the meantime, I would like you to roll convince somebody. That is a seven. <laughs> Success. All right. So he's like, I cannot give you my black book, but I will let you look at it. And, and he turns it a little bit so that you can see it. And he's like, Gosha's name is not in this book. Gosha, can't believe you don't remember me. Ah, uh, yes, debts. Debts tell many things about the nation. For example, I'm looking for the debts. I just put on my magnifying glass and I'm just like zooming in, even though it's like, <laughs> pretty legible. Yep. I heard there was once a man named Felix Yusupov. He owed you a great many debts. Uh. And yet, a great mystery surrounds this. They say he goes to make any debts, but for what? I must get to the bottom of this mystery, you understand? The thing about cats and curiosity and all that. <laughs> He'll nod, and he'll say, Some things about the Begemot never change. Begemot? Again, people keep saying that name. Begemot. What does it mean? Begemot? It means behemoth. That's you. Behemoth? You did so many crimes for me back in the day. <laughs> behemoth. And now here you are, Felix Yusupov's errand boy? Errand boy? No, 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 he's my errand boy. I am no man's errand boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're my detective! The only boy I am for is Mrs. Georgi Nostorovich Bogakov. You're married? No, but if I was, I would be her boy. A fellow wife man, I approve of it. <laughs> my dear Sophie. <laughs> oh. So I suppose you're suggesting my life as your errand boy was better. I am suggesting that. You should come back to me, Gosha. Come be my begamot again. Come reinstate the Julian calendar all throughout the world, but Zarbia first. Because Zarbia had it for the longest time. My friend. Sasha. Sasha. Yes, yes, yes. I think we should distract the Tsar Nicholas and get him away from his scene. This is going to probably get very messy in a few seconds. I can do that. <laughs> uh, you, 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 stay, you stay here with Gosha. I'll keep eye on Gosha. And then I will go up to Tsar Nikki. I'll go to Nikki 2. Nikki 2, yeah. And I go, Tsar, my Tsar, my grandson, we need to talk about the state of the Cossack army you have. The state of the Cossack army? What's wrong with the Cossack army? Our horses are malnourished. You haven't sent enough grain to them. I thought they had plenty of grain. I love horses and the army. <laughs> well, yeah. So you need to send. You need to send more things to us. And, you, and then, and then I like, I like put my arm around the Zar Nikki too. And I just, just like, like guide him. And just guide him around the corner. And I'm talking about like how the Cossacks need to like get more funding and how we need to get you know bigger paychecks. And... Oh yeah, he'll listen. The man loves the military. Loves people giving him advice. 
<laughs> telling him what to do. Oh, yeah, and, I, and I'll just, I'll just say, you know, we should also have funding for those who are poets and cosplayers. <laughs> Specifically. And pay off their debts no matter what. I have never heard of a poet, Cossack. Oh, that is me. That is you? Yes, but you know the nice thing is about the poet Cossack is we make your literature every every fight in your battles in the army. So we get that nice military propaganda we you so love. I do love propaganda. It sounds like a wonderful plan. I think so too. And you can keep you can keep like I assume it just goes on like this, where Nicholas is like, yeah. It goes on like this for for yeah. quite a bit, yeah. <laughs> Pulpit Cossacks, yeah. And then you successfully guide him around the corner, leaving Gosha and Papa Kropotkin alone with Julius Caesar, who is still holding his little black book of debts. Hmm. Well, Julius, a wise man once said, humanity is born free, but is everywhere in chains. And I see a book of chains in front of me right now. I thought your friend was the poet. I am no poet. I am simple detective cat. (laughs) (laughs) No, sorry. I am simple paranormal private eye. You could be more than that. Join me again, Gosha. This world is not for you. The ghost world. The hereafter is the world for you. Hereafter. I have been all over the plains of this world. And yet, always, there is mystery. I hate mysteries. (laughs) If you're not going to join me, then why are you here? Uh, it's confidential client information. <laughs> I should be the confidential client. Sorry, privilege information. It's protected by, uh, paranormal private eye client privilege. Sorry. <sighs> you won't tell me I will simply have to end you again. I do not think we'll be doing that, Mr. Gaius Julius. Oh my god, I forgot you were here. Most people do. Ghost of the Dadia. And so I'll shoot with my ghost gun. You're just gonna shoot him. You know what? Yeah, give me. I never put it away. You never so... did put it away. It's just. <laughs> what, a, what a poetic ending that would be if it's combat you just shot him in the back because. It's a ghost gun. It's a ghost gun. It's a ghost gun. I got it Switzerland. <laughs> okay, you know what? You. You. You shoot Julius Caesar with your Swiss ghost gun. And he turns around and looks at you mournfully and says, uh, To Papa. <laughs> to Papa. To Papa. This is the first time I've been shot in the back. And then he collapses, killing Julius Caesar. It was an unlucky time. It's March 15th. <laughs> if only you had had your own calendar here, maybe you would have been luckier. But them's a breaks. Julius Caesar is dead. You killed him again. You shot him in the back. Uh, at the, at the, My God. At the sound of the bullet. This has to be like the first time this has happened. <laughs> at the sound of the Swiss gun going off around the corner. Nikki too is like, I say, what was that? Uh, nothing. I was playing with string. <laughs> Probably just some anarchists around here. Who can say? Anarchists? We can't have that. Who can say, yeah, no, it was just a bomb and off in the distance. Probably some chemistry students got together and tried to, like, make a makeshift bomb, you know, as they do. But the Cossacks will keep you safe. <laughs> yes, yes, the Cossacks. <laughs> My god, and they told me in this land everyone is a czar. It appears some are more czar than others. That's me, the head czar. I was given that role due to my birth. There's one thing I hate more than mysteries. It's redundancy. <laughs> So Nikki too has been kind of making his way back towards the hallway where 
There are two bodies on the floor now, actually, because Julius Caesar killed the random guy who wanted you to go work. And oh, yeah. then oh, right. Julius Caesar has been shot in the back. So they're in a pile on the floor. And so Nikki, too, walks over and sees these two dead bodies. I can explain. I feared for my life. This looks like a murder. They're probably just sleeping. Oh. They had some strong catnip. Anyway, you should take their book here. This is most <laughs> egregious. I must go find someone to take care of this. Would the Cossacks like to have a detective division? <laughs> you can have poet detective Cossacks. You were just telling me how they needed more funding and more equipment. Perhaps, perhaps this could be the first case of the Cossack detectives. Oh, of course, of course. I, I, I'm right on the case. Perfect. Then I leave you to solve this, Cossack detectives. And then Nicky too will leave. He's got his people on it. Solve the murder. Who did this? <laughs> We're all trying to find the guy who did this. <laughs> I, I, is, is Nicky too gone from around the corner? Nicky too is on his way out, but you can stop him if you want. No, no, no. I, I wanted to be out of your shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's out of your shot. <laughs> okay, I, I, I just look at him like, I'll write the report. I'll say it was Pushkin. <laughs> <laughs> and Gosha is just like giving him like a wink and then like an okay sign. Yes, very yes. Then I be, then I would be the best poet in Zarvia. This <laughs> is perfect. I am happy for you, my friend, but I think this might be where we part ways for now. My business at the casino is concluded, and I must be on my way once more. But Papa Kropotkin, you, you forget about the one thing we need to we still need to do together. Eh? I promised you a rager at Felix Yusupov's home after this. Ah, uh, you've got me there. Perfect, perfect. One, one rager. One rager. It'll last a week. And then you're gonna have you're gonna have a rager at Felix Yusupov's. I wanted to um, at the end of the rager, I wanted to shoot out my flare gun and play this eighteen <laughs> twelve cannon fire. Yes. As like the ending clip, like. Ah! Gusher runs by with his tail on fire. What's left of it? He, t- he stapled it back on. <laughs> <laughs> For your part, Papa Kropotkin, at the party, for a brief second, you see Maria Kena staring at you from across the way. But when you look back, she isn't there anymore. God. <laughs> I have not even been to the step in years. <laughs> wow, it's a real mystery. But for once, I do not mind. Drink, drink, drink! And that was our game with Quest Friends. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Hallie, if the people want to find you, where can they go? Yeah, you can find me on the Quest Friends role-playing podcast. That is Quest Friends with an exclamation point. We just started season two, which is uh, ghosts and Pokemon, except we call them Necromon and um, Yu-Gi-Oh, kind of. Um, It's a lot of things. Essentially, we have our own system called Under the Neighborhood, where we try to emulate Saturday morning cartoons. Really fun um, humor in the vein of what you have seen in this adventure. Kind of off the wall. Doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes. Um, The main series does include Zarvia, the setting of this adventure today, uh, where everyone's a czar except for Rasputin. This is because I like Russia. 
and the Romanovs. And so I was so happy to uh, to guest GM this adventure for you guys. Anyway, you can check out Quest Friends at questfriendspodcast.com slash czarpower, spelled the way that your fine podcast is spelled. To get more direct contact with us, feel free to access our website at czarpowerpod.weebly.com. There you can find the show notes, pictures, bibliography, and vote on whether you think Sasha and Gosha deserve the Kremlin or the Gulag. It also has links to our social media, which is just at czarpowerpod, czar spelled T-S-A-R. It will also include links to Quest Friends and to Mandy Robertson, who did the artwork for our episode today. She's amazing. Check her stuff out and get commissions from her. If you would like to support the show to help us expand and grow, feel free to subscribe to our Patreon to get access to bonus episodes for both Czar Power and the history of Sacredvelo, Georgia. This month, we will have a bonus episode on Baba Yaga for Czar Power and a review of the Soviet Georgian film Salt for Svanetia for the history of Sacredvelo, Georgia. If you'd like to do something that's free, leave a review on your favorite podcast host, be it at Apple or on Spotify. And that's a Dostoyevsky Tavarishi from me. And that's a Vlosh Prozdev Parazitov from me. Uh, hello, it is Raspy here for Poovy's party at the casino. It was at the casino, right? Not at Poovy's house. No, no, definitely casino on 25th flat is two bodies. That is two bodies. Well, if they are just lying there, then... I suppose they have no need for a uniform gun, or uniform, or dagger, or calendar, or, you know, poovies, ragers last whole week. Rasputin can take a few moments plundering for souvenirs for Boydel Rat. Wow. Gosha got over his fear of mysteries. Character growth. Character growth. I got... I you g- turned your back on your dark past. You did. You got over your fear of mysteries. You got your fear of mysteries... Turned, you know, figured out your past. I got a raise and promotion. <laughs> I, I, I get to cut someone's arm off as a Cossack. It's a great We day. killed some <laughs> random guy who worked at the kitchen. And then I just, yeah, yeah. I probably didn't have to throw him in there, but I was like, oh, that's right. You you got outfits. I should have you have to use those at some point to try to prove. I think it's very funny that I got through this entire session without making a singular roll. Oh my god, I didn't have you roll anything! Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry, Tom! No, it's fine. I just think that's incredibly funny. I try really hard as a GM to make sure people roll and do things, but I also forget and just let things happen. So, my B. My B, friends. Luckily, my comrades, I am. Uh, it's quite impossible for me to take up attention, so I do not think I can uh, jeopardize our cause here. I was once arrested got out of jail, went to the the biggest restaurant in town. No one found me there. <laughs> Nobody thought to look. Okay, but that's part of incompetence on part of the checker or what? I had uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Mm. It's a real mystery. I hate mysteries. <laughs> I'm sorry to have brought this mystery to your attention. Tom, be sure not to swear in this session. <laughs> Meanwhile, bizarre Brendan. power guys. <laughs> no, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brandon specifically. Technically, I'm in character, so it's not my fault. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I push the button for the down on the elevator. You're all going back down? Yep. I'll ensure Gosha doesn't touch any of the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. e- emergency stop. What is the middle? <laughs> it's in the it's it's the what title. Self destruct button. Why does it even have a button like that? Why would they put that in the elevator? Mm, it's a real mystery. This isn't even land of the dead. This is probably raspy. It's for Carter's investigation. <laughs> Do not touch that button, Gosha. Zapashino, <laughs> forbidden. I cannot believe you pathologic referenced at me of all people. I don't get this reference, but it's great. No, there's a character I hate in Pathologic who doesn't shut up about dreams. And if you try to ask her anything, she just talks about philosophy. Like every single Russian <laughs> character in Pathologic. And it kills me. It is a very good, but very strange Russian game. I'm looking it up right now. Do it. Oh, I own Pathologic too. Good. It is, it is the better version of that game. It is. I didn't even know I owned it. Oh yeah, isn't it like the exact, it's just an updated version of the same story and everything? Or More or less, there's some differences in the story, and right now you can only play as one character, whereas in the first one you, there were three options, mm-hmm. but it's basically a remake of the first game. Downloading. Excellent. Sick. I have done a good thing today. Always happy to convert more people. I've only played an hour of it because I got really mad at it. The town can also be a little bit difficult to navigate at times because the map won't always tell you whether or not there is an impassable um, fence. I in the died way. because of fences. Fences killed me because mm-hmm. I couldn't get past fences and then I couldn't get the resource that I needed in time. So my character just folded over on the street and died. That's top tier game design, in my opinion. Yep. If you guys want a Russian game or like an Eastern European game called Adam RPG Trudograd, let me know. I have a Steam code for that. Oh, I would love that. Ooh. All right, I have one Steam code for it, so... Clearly, we need to roll each other for it, Hallie. Don't make me roll, but I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, you rolled a 10 a moment ago. Roll as an NPC. Roll as someone okay. who isn't you. This is Pushkin again. A nine! I got a four, ah, so... I get it. Congrats. <laughs> okay, now we can go back to the game. I'm so sorry for that derailment. <laughs> oh, no, fine. it's fine. It's, it's role-playing games. 